Community Health Center advocates, this is Nick Valbuena. Welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. It's August 18th, 2021, and here's the latest advocacy and more in minutes. I want to begin by thanking all who participated in showcasing the value of community health centers in their communities this past week. Although National Health Center Week is over, we must continue to advocate for funding and policies that will provide necessary resources to enhance facilities and workforce to ensure health centers can sustain the level of care our communities and lawmakers are asking them. Not only did we just witness a very successful National Health Center Week, but it was also an eventful week up on Capitol Hill. Let's break it down. The Senate passed a 3.5 trillion partisan budget resolution, providing a framework for Senate committees to write a reconciliation legislative language to enact policy priorities. The House will return from their recess early on August 23, 2021, to vote on the budget resolution. Speaker Pelosi is expected to wait to hold a vote on the bipartisan infrastructure bill until the partisan reconciliation bill has passed the Senate. While funding for health center capital and funding for workforce programs were mentioned in the Senate Health Committee resolution summary, negotiations and health care priorities are in flux as Senate moderates look to reduce the top line number of the reconciliation bill. The reconciliation bill will be finalized in the coming weeks, so it is now or never to advocate to ensure our $10 billion health center capital funding request is included. There are many mixed messages on safe school reopenings as many students are set to resume fall classes. Join us for the August 31st webinar at 2 p.m., bringing together national leaders in school-based health to discuss plans for a safe return to school, adolescents, and COVID-19 vaccination efforts and the value of having a health center available within a school setting. Featured speakers include Robert Boyd of the School-Based Health Alliance and Yvette Highsmith-Francis of the Eastern Region Community Health Center. A NAC Senior Vice President Ben Money writes, the climate crisis is impacting poor and marginalized populations disproportionately, even though they have contributed the least to its cause. Individuals experiencing homelessness and agricultural workers are at the most acute risk. What can health centers do? Section 330 charges health centers to act on issues impacting the air and water quality of the patients served. To hear tangible actions, read the Washington update. Now for some quick reminders. The NAC blog is one of the places reporters look for innovative ways community health centers respond to our community's challenges. Check out some of the recent stories from NAC staff and let us know if you have an account you want to tell us. Please continue to refer to HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. For further support, please email us at grassrootsnac.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.